All right, folks, welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. Actually, I'm going to try to put this up on YouTube, FluffTube. I think we can make this happen. I'm joined with David <laughs> Tokayo. Yeah, my Tokayo. <laughs> my brother Tokayo. San Joaquin Valley Transparency Audit, where he audits the police, keeps them in check. I'm a big fan of this. I've had Chili De Castro on uh, doing the same thing. I'm I'm a fan of this. I'm not I'm not out about I'm not about causing any disruptions or or doing anything like that, but keeping them aware of your of our amendments, of our yeah. constitutional rights, and what you guys do, I commend. So before we get started, folks, first thing first, noble gold, folks, noble gold. Gold is the best per, best performing asset for 2022, and one fourth American gold eagle coin IRAs. So you get a free American coin, folks, if you do this. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2023. According to long-term trends, gold has actually outperformed the S&P 500, Dow, and Bitcoin for the year 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA and silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free half-ounce American Gold Eagle coin. With every qualified IRA of $50,000, folks. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Gold is the best performing asset for 2022 and will be for 2023, folks. Hit the link below. It's down in the description box. Noble Gold. Hit the link below. Hit the link below. All right, bud. Dave, I'm glad to have yes, you sir. on, man. I've been looking glad forward to, to this interview. Um like I said, I back the blue. Okay, my family has been in. My family's in the FBI, the, uh, the you know the chief of police. But listen, I know a lot of these guys can be glorified bouncers with badges. Okay, that's how I see a lot of these guys. They don't know our rights. They don't know our constitutional rights. They don't know the amendments. You even quizzed one of the guys in public on camera. He had no idea what the First Amendment was. I mean, right. this is what we're dealing with. We got to make sure that these guys are held responsible to carry that badge. Right. Absolutely. Um, so when I started my channel, there's a reason I put transparency in my channel name, and that's because I wanted to highlight the good and the bad. Um, there's, you know, this thing about, you know, statism versus voluntarism. And, uh, you know, if I guess if you believe that we should have government to, you know, regulate us and tell us what to do and where to go then i guess you're a statist um if you live in a voluntarist you know type of state of mind i guess you feel that you know there should be um <clears throat> unless you create a victim there is no crime you know and i've tried to balance that within myself since i started my channel and uh, i've come to learn a lot when and i and and i guess that will lead me to answer the question i know this is going to be asked um, what got me to start doing this and got me to start uh, recording police and start asking questions. <clears throat> I woke up one day and I seen the news and it said that Kern County was the deadliest county for police justified killings. So I was like, wow, man, my kids are growing up here. How is this a sustainable way to live? So I decided to go out and start recording. You know, I tried to stay anonymous as long as possible. And uh, I tried to do my best to, you know, try to make it respectful and try not to come off as anti-police. And I got to tell you that some of the channels that came before me, they would call me like half a bootlick or whatnot, because I would try to like fist bump cops who wouldn't try to violate my rights. You know, yeah, shake you're just hands. trying to be cool. You're trying to be cool. Yeah. You know, I tried to shake hands with, with uh, cops who were very respectful of my rights and stuff like that. So I always try to come off as not being anti-police or even, you know, pro-police. I just wanted to put the truth out there and what I saw and what I what I was recording and I wanted the cops here in Kern County and Bakersfield to think that someone was recording them at all times. Um, even if I wasn't out there, you know, the way I see it, if we don't keep them on check, if we don't audit them, then it's a runaway train because if these guys can't even name the amend the, uh, constitution amendments, they don't even know this, then this gives more justification for the new world order to do what they're going to do. Globalism. They're going to come in, and who do they use? They they use the police, and they swear to the Constitution to protect our rights. And if they don't even know those rights, we have a serious problem, a very serious problem. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I've discovered since I started this channel is uh, 
I started asking cops, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, start walking up to cops and just swear at them. I started to ask questions. And one of the questions that I began asking cops, and this allowed me to uncover a pattern was, do you know the First Amendment of the Constitution? And there's five elements to it. And I, and I got to say, let, let me ask you really quick, Nino, and I, I hate to put you on the spot, but do you know the five elements of the First Amendment of the Constitution? Well, I know it's a freedom of press. I know it's a freedom of speech. Um, Outstanding. And I know that it's the right to assemble. And that leads to the, that leads to the Second Amendment, which which people don't know this. It's the the right to a well regulated militia. Okay, not just the right to bear arms. The right, right, the the to a re, re, well regulated militia. So people really need that. Yes, and I do know the amendments. I know most Out, of outstanding, bro. I'm glad. I'm glad that you you you're able to at least name three of them. Um, there's religion as well, yeah. and. Uh, why well, I can't like verbatim like you know right I, right I can read them but you know what's funny is uh, as long as I've been doing this uh, I don't really know the whole like how to read it verbatim either um, or state it verbatim but I do know the five elements of it and this is one of the the patterns that I've uncovered with police is they don't really know it and what I find funny is the fact that they swore an oath to the Constitution when they get that job the badge and the gun and the uniform and they're being thrown out in the streets like this and I think not that not only makes it dangerous for the people but also makes it dangerous for the cop they can uh put themselves in a dangerous position by trying to uh get people to comply or give up id when a person doesn't have to there's a um there's a thing called ras reasonable articulable suspicion that you've committed a crime in fact you don't have to identify unless a cop can articulate that they have ras a reasonable articulable suspicion that you committed a crime and they're not supposed to take you into custody until they can articulate SAF, S-A-F, a single articulable fact that you committed a crime. And that's when you pretty much have to identify. They'll get your uh, fingerprints or whatnot. And uh, some of these things I've learned along the way, you know, while doing the work that I do. And uh, and it's just it, it 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 I have to question, you know, where exactly we're at. Um, I had a friend who, and, and I will say that I speak to the who is who of police accountability, uh, Jason Bassler from Police to Police, the original dude. Uh, he also has that website, the Free Thought Project. Amazing dude. Uh, very smart as well. I've learned a lot from him, just like uh, when he told me, you know, the First Amendment was written to mirror your natural rights, because I used to call him um uh, people's rights, you know, human rights. And he says, well, I don't really like to call them human rights because people tend to think like, where are these humans at? Where is this coalition of humans that think they have rights? When you speak of it in terms as natural rights, I, you know, I began to understand that we're actually born with these natural rights. And the First Amendment mirrors those natural rights, you know, freedom of religion, pray to God or no God, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of press you're able to go out and record and you don't need a press pass i just i want to clear that i want to clear the air on this i think a lot of folks have a misconception of you need a, a press pass to actually be press no that's part of your first amendment right you're able to pick up a camera or your phone and go out and record and ask questions i'm glad and you're stating also- that especially in the society we live in today just having a phone with a camera on it you're now considered press absolutely and uh that leads another question is, do we know and understand the differences between private property and public property? Um, a lot of folks don't seem to know that, you know, and I, I want to give a shout out to Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a Crime. I don't think he actually goes out and records anymore, but he was the one who coined the term First Amendment audits. And uh, and there, I also want to give a shout out to Jeff Gray, Honor Your Oath, who a lot of folks consider the godfather of First Amendment auditing. Um, those two guys are some of the guys that I began watching, along with Joe Citizen Ho and a lot of other guys out there that came before me. And uh, when I came about, when I started my channel, there was only like a handful of First Amendment auditing channels, and there was probably a dozen cop watchers out there. And I started to see things as well. Maybe some things that I didn't like, some of the channels that were before me, some of the things I feel like... Uh, they were trying to corner the market. So one of the things that I decided to do as well is help the channels, smaller channels grow. My channel kind of started taking off really fast. And um, 
because I didn't want to approach this as being anti-police. You know, I wanted right. to try to... And that, that was going to be a question I was going to ask you right now, Dave, is that people will say, like, oh, this guy's bullying police. He's instigating problems. How are you going about this? Like, how do you come into a situation? Like, do you egg the police on? Do you just show up to a stop, a traffic stop, and start recording? Like, what do you do? How do you get in these predicaments or these situations with police? Because I've been wondering that myself. Um, great question. Uh, and, you know, I maybe I have baited police a little bit, but do police use bait cars for the people? You know, you don't have to bite if you're being baited, right? Um, and I try to not approach this in, in that type of manner. Like, um, and I, and I, and I will say this guys, you will find videos on my channel where I've made a tremendous amount of mistakes, especially when I first started out. Um, I didn't, I don't really think I knew exactly what I was doing. I just kind of felt like something needed to be done. And, uh, I made a tremendous amount of mistakes along the way. I do take advice. Um, I don't want to scare your viewers away. Um, I, I, I do want to say that I take constructive criticism. So if you're watching now on David Nino's channel, um, you know, don't don't be afraid. Don't don't turn this off yet. Keep watching because I do believe that um, that I will bring something to the table where a lot of folks will understand. Like I said, I've made a lot of mistakes along the way and I tried to clear up my mistakes because I feel like we're allowed to make mistakes. But once we realize their mistakes, um, once you keep doing them, then you just become the asshole. You become the tyrant, right? <laughs> right I don't want to become the Your tyrant. intention is pure. Your intention is good. Right. You're, you're, you're out for people's rights. And that's what I see. I mean, you can make many mistakes. Look, I make mistakes probably on every show. But the thing is this, is that I come out and clear the air and say, oops, I, I screwed up on that one, folks. I'll, I'm sorry. I'm, I went back and retract my statement, whatever. Um, and the same thing with you, your, your, your mission is growing organically. So obviously you're going to hit some hiccups. You're going to have some speed bumps. You're, you're going to mess up on some things you say, but your intention is good. And that's what I want to convey to the people is as long as your intention is good. Right. Um, definitely. I try to, you know, keep a good head on my shoulders. I try to stay positive. A lot of folks have said that, you know, I bring some kind of uh humor to my work as well. I try to make it funny and, I try to make it to where the cop, you know, gets comfortable with me when I'm out there speaking. Um, I've been told as well, like, oh, you know, don't try to educate the cops while you're out there. Well, in in, in reality, I'm not necessarily just trying to educate the cop, I'm trying to educate the viewer. I do believe that we as parents shouldn't be sending our kids out in the streets to go to football games or Starbucks or without knowing their natural rights. I think this is important. And one thing I want to... Um, one thing I want to make clear as well is the fact that the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and these documents, they don't give us our rights. We are born with natural rights. These documents are written to limit the scope of authority that public officials have over us, the people. And, you know, like I was saying, I have a friend who uh, asked me one time, why don't you talk about politics? And I was like, well, you know, this is how I think of politics, man. And And I could be wrong, but... It seems like the left wants to create more government and the right wants to enforce it. So it's two wings of the same bird. I know a lot of us have heard that before. I agree with you on that completely. It's all and part I have, of the same swamp. Right. I've, I've leaned left before and I leaned, I, I've leaned right. But at the end of the day, I feel like I walked out of a boxing match with Nino Rodriguez. You know? <laughs> Both of my cheeks are red. Yeah, no, it is like that. How do you think oh. I feel every day talking about this stuff? Um, I want to do a play video. I have a one of your videos of a of a. Let me see if it's on here. Um, right here. I'm gonna share this. Let me know if you can hear it. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. All right. Can you see it? Yes, I can. All right, you can hear it. There we go, guys. Thumbs up. Can you hear it? Um, I can't hear it yet. You can't hear it? No, I don't know if... Uh... You can't hear any of this? Me personally, not yet. Hey, that, that no trespassing sign is for the building, bro. I can hear it. Inside the building. You can hear it? Yes. Is is it a, is there a sign on the front? A no trespassing sign? 
What makes it? When is it? Badge number when is it? What would make you think that we were arguing? We we're just asking you a legitimate question, right? No, 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 no. no. Right. Let me ask you something. That memorial right there, that's not for the public to see? Huh? You have to be invited onto the property to see the memorial? Yeah. But the taxpayers pay for it. Oh, well, that's something for supervisors. Okay, actually. Bro, the sign is posted on the building. That means there's no trespassing in the building. That's how that works. If there's a no trespassing sign out there in the street, in the front of the street. That's not true. Uh, hold on, man. Hold on, dude. You don't have to be rude. I'm talking to this guy. I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to talk to. Was it May? What's the badge number? If you don't mind. Because you're you're accosting us. You're telling us we have to leave. I'm documenting this, and it's part of your policy. I'm not. I'm not standing on the fucking building, dude. I'm not standing on the building. I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not true. Where's the penal code that's stated out there? And you're telling me that that memorial. Listen to this, how important this is. You're telling the cam, me and the camera and the people of, of Los Angeles that that memorial is not open to the public. That's what you're saying? Williamson, you said your name is? That's what you're saying. That that's not open to the public. Can you guys get a supervisor out here? <laughs> this guy ready to beat somebody up. Jeez, bro. It looks like you're the only one out here ready to argue. The cop has a flashlight in his hand in broad daylight, like just so you guys know. Come on, bro. We got cameras. We don't have what this. <laughs> hey, but you gotta, you gotta understand. Look, you know, if, if you guys are trying to enforce some kind of policy that's not law, it's not only our right to, hold on, it's not only our right to do it, it's our duty to come in here and make sure that your guys' policy is not trying to overstep the boundaries of our legitimate constitutional rights. Does that make sense, though? And if it's not, will you apologize? If, if, if you're wrong, will you apologize? Okay. Well, let's go look for some signs, man. Call supervisor. I mean, there's no reason to be... Wow, he is holding his flashlight. <laughs> Broad daylight. Wow, that's that's intimidation right there. Either way, we're going to go to the front. If I go around and I see there's no signs, I'm going to come back and I'm going to challenge that, bro. I'm going to challenge that, okay? Because I don't like the lawful orders, man. All right? Is that, does that sound fair to you? And will you apologize if you're wrong, bro? I mean, man to man, right? All right. Are you, are you calling a supervisor either way? Why not? Yeah, that's your policy as well, dude. First of all, I asked you for your badge number. You didn't want to give me your badge number. You didn't want to at first. And secondly, <laughs> you accosted us. Yes, you accosted us. You guys actually spoke out of your out of the thing on your on your car. Come on. Look, and I'm not trying to be rude, bro. Well, look, bro, if you're wrong and that and that memorial is if that shit's open to the public and you guys are wrong, bro, I don't appreciate it. Does that make sense? And I'm gonna expect an apology, bro, man to man. All right. Just just because you have the, the badge on doesn't make you come and enforce feelings and, and this guy this guy called and says he doesn't want us on the property, but what if he's wrong, bro? We didn't see we looked around, we didn't see anything posted. I get it, I seen that, but that's for the building. We'll go look, like I said, bro. We're gonna go look for the signs outside, man. But, but if you're wrong, we're gonna come back. Do I hear a helicopter? Um, no, but you know what's funny is uh, this is the sheriff training facility. We go to the LAPD training facility afterwards, and we get a bunch of cops called on us. Helicopter. And uh, that one was a record-breaking audit. <laughs> Most cops called on a personal that for us? audit. That's for training? Yeah, that's me asking if the helicopter is there for us. We talked to a, we spoke to a security guard out there in the front on the parking lot over there, and he was trying to tell us that um, that parking lot as well was close to the public. 
but it doesn't have any science either, bro. And and I'll tell you something else. No, that's cool, man. But it's just training, bro. I say that all the time. The real action is testing, testing, uh, the real action is testing, uh, supposed, uh, supposed, uh, how do I say it? Um, you know, you guys have presumed authority. That's the real video. Testing presumed authority. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you guys feel like you have authority to kick us off property and really, in reality, I do don't believe you guys do. And that's why I'm asking you for to call a supervisor so we can clarify this. And you're saying no. And that's part of your policy as well, bro. You were dispatched out here. Yeah, there is a reason to call because we have questions, man. And, and when, and, huh? No. That's part of your policy to call your supervisor. We didn't call you, man. But who called you? They don't like the light showing on them, do they? You know, it doesn't make it doesn't ring uh, like it doesn't make sense what we're doing and why we're doing it. Because okay, let me let me ask you this: Is should freedom should not freedom be the the most important topic on every dinner table of every American? Save it. What? I bet you guys don't even know the First Amendment. I bet you guys don't even know the First Amendment, right? What time? It says law enforcement training in progress. Where's the penal code on that? Photography, but that's a policy. That's not exactly, true. exactly. Hey man, don't. Hey bro, I know, I know you don't like to be educated, and I know the public. It doesn't feel good for the public to come and tell you, bro. You ain't nobody's boss, bro. The, the public is your boss, right or wrong. Exactly. Until we break the law. Yeah. We have authority over you guys, and that's the truth. You know, we're not trying to give you a hard time. You know, you're shaking your head, yeah, 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 but it's true. Hey, can you call a supervisor out here? Because uh, we don't believe that this is private property. As a matter of fact, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Are you telling me that the? But are, are you telling me that that memorial is not open to the public? But is that memorial open to the public? You know where the security's at? Uh huh. Said that that's private behind them. All right. Well, let's put. Can you show me a no trespassing sign? Oh hell yeah! Thank you. I appreciate that. It is your policy, right? You know that, right? It's your policy when they ask for supervisor. This guy May doesn't know it, bro. Can you educate him in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> May's acting like a poo butt. <laughs> nah, but you understand what we're doing, right, man? We're not we're not bad dudes, bro. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. You don't understand what we're doing? Well, well what's, gonna, what's gonna make you understand, man? Is freedom not the most important? Shouldn't that be talked on every dinner table? Do you know the First Amendment? Yes, sir. Do, do, do you know what the First Amendment is? But do you, do you know? Are, is that really your answer to what a first, Hold the on. first Amendment is? Come on, man. Right. So, you don't need to figure he didn't know what the First exactly. Amendment was. No, he said, uh, um, I know you're a First Amendment auditor. That was his answer to that. Freely, without nobody coming up to us, asking us for papers, asking us for anything. Unless it's private property. This isn't private property. Who's the owner of this property? The county, right? The taxpayers, right? Us, right? You, right? So you said that this is private. And I'm asking you serious. I'm not trying to give you guys a lot of All right. Now, the fact that an officer doesn't know the First Amendment, to me, is should raise a huge red flag. This can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Did you hear me before when I was talking over the video? Yes. All right. Probably sound the same. This mic probably doesn't even work. Um, you guys got 874,000 views on that video. So yeah. it's, it's making a huge dent. Right. And it's to be taken very serious. More people need to be to be like you and know their rights. Everybody needs to know their rights. At least know your amendments. And I'm not I'm not I'm not advocating for getting out there and bullying police and causing problems. We're not saying I back the blue. I love the police. But we gotta hold them accountable. Everyone needs to be audited, correct? Um I believe that everybody should learn that it's their right to record. Um and if 
excuse me, copy won't go down. Um, so I believe that uh, it, when you're recording police, like let's say on a traffic stop or whatnot, you're not only doing this for the people, but you're actually could be doing this for police as well. What if some, what if the person says that the police did something wrong and the police didn't actually do it wrong? You know, the, the videos are out there and uh, the police can actually use the video to back them up or help them out in situations like that as well. That's why I believe that recording police is not a negative thing. I know they try to spin it and make it seem like uh, recording police and holding them accountable is uh, uh, not a positive thing. And um, one of the things I think police do very well is use propaganda to garner support no matter what. We can do no wrong. We're, We're given a badge and a gun and we're automatic heroes. I don't believe that's necessarily true. I don't believe that police officers bleed blue. In fact, I believe that um, we're all human. We all make mistakes. And there is an umbrella of protection that allows police officers to continue these mistakes. They get away with a lot. They have um, police unions, which allow bad police officers to go work in other areas, uh, neighboring departments. We have internal investigations uh, that oh, we, 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 we did an internal investigation and we found that the officer did no wrongdoing. Um, there are a lot of case laws that allow police officers to not, you know, they say that police are here to protect the people, right? But isn't that what the Second Amendment is for? Now, I understand there's little old ladies out there that are not able to protect themselves. Um, maybe they're the ones that need the police, right? Um, and so this whole mindset that we really need police i believe that family neighbors we should all really learn how to really protect each other out there we should really get to know and speak to to our friends and family and our neighbors and and, uh learn how to treat each other kindly learn how to protect each other out there and america is is a place that has everybody here we need to learn how to coexist um and uh you know i i do believe that if you lean left and just because you lean left, you're no longer my friend. Um, what kind of American am I? If you lean right and I say, well, you know what, man, you you lean right. And I bite into. There, there's extremes on both sides, which I agree. Absolutely. With absolutely. So I believe that we need to learn how to coexist. And, you know, this is one of the things that I say on my channel a lot. You know, here, this is this First Amendment auditing community seems to be one of the first communities out there regarding um activism or whatnot that i believe that we grab people by the by their collars and we push them forward you know what i mean let's not lean one way or the other let's move forward guys and um and that's why i think this is an amazing community there has been a lot of channels that have come in you know later on and they do other things like they go film private businesses churches and now we've got people recording folks while they're eating just to stir up some you know, some for clicks and views. So you are against anyone stirring up any commotion or problems. That's not what we want here. Right, right, right. And like I say, I've even made mistakes out there uh, where I'm not acting as professional as I should be, you know, and, and uh, I, I listen to the comments. I read the comments and, you know, I wait for people to put me in check. And in reality, that's kind of what I need as well. That's what we all need. We We need people practicing their first amendment you know letting me have it when i screw up you know what i mean yeah but what you're doing is commendable because we cannot have these police officers acting like and i'm going to say these globalist drones these robots they got to understand our constitution they got to because they're the ones upholding it right they have got to understand this they are upholding our constitution when they swear an oath to the constitution they are protecting not abusing our rights. They are protecting our rights, not out there to abuse our rights. They have got to learn the amendments. They cannot be out there being bouncers with badges. That's not what we that's not what our taxpayer money goes to. It is to protect us against who? Government. Right. Exactly. Um, and I'm glad you say that because um that doing what I do has allowed me to uncover patterns. I started asking cops if they know the First Amendment of the Constitution, and it's mind-blowing. A high percentage, in the high 90s, cops don't know it. Now, there are cops that have stated the First Amendment, and I'll shake hands, I'll fist bump with them, and I'm like, thank you That's so much for saying that. It. Right. And um, one of the patterns that I've uncovered is the fact that a high percentage of cops don't know it. And you, if you look online for a video 
where a cop a cop gets sworn in to get that gun and a badge and uniform um it would it would amaze you to see that you are hardly going to find cops who actually know the oath that they're swearing to they are only repeating something that somebody else is reading to them so they never really learned um the oath that they're swearing to that kind of seems like a sham right it seems like it's like um they faked it fake it till you make it and you know when somebody like the chief or whoever is is uh is swearing them in they're just, they're reading from a book as well and i i dare anyone right now watching to go look at a video go find a video online of a cop who actually knows his oath when he's getting sworn in i can't find one wow please if, if you guys if you guys find one please send it to me because i will highlight it you know, there was a lot, I had a lot of friends that went off to be caught. They were some of the biggest criminals too. <laughs> they grew up on the border, man. And we all got in a lot of like uh, uh, shenanigans down here. Right. But, but uh, a lot of these guys went off to be cops. Right. And, and, uh, and then the main thing, and a lot of these guys I bounced with in bars, like I was bouncers with them in bars. So I knew the mentality and they went off to be cops. And a lot of them were young kids, 21, 25 years old. They just want, they're out for the adrenaline rush. They want to chase down bad guys. They want to beat somebody up. That's really the mentality for a lot of these younger guys getting in the force. They're not, they really are not sitting down, taking a deep breath and going, okay, I better learn the constitution and understand who I'm protecting here, who I'm supposed to be protecting here. A lot of these guys go into the force for the rush of it to get the pussy, you know, stuff like that. I mean, really, that's, that's, that's what I've encountered with my friends. That you know, we started off real young, going you know, going into the police force, and then as they get older, they either get out of it, they see what it's all about, they're sick of dealing with that negative vibration, or they start learning the the, the truth of what they're doing, and they start settling down a little bit, and they just kind of become these donut frequent frequent donut <laughs> donut eaters at Dunkin' Donuts, and they just kind of hate their job, you know. But but there are, I mean, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this over and over again. My family, a lot of good people in the, the the police force, a lot of admirable, good people. I'm not putting down every cop. I'm just saying that I know a lot of these guys when I was younger. And, and, I, and all we're saying is know the Constitution, know who you're protecting. That's all we're saying, right? Absolutely. Um, there's a man named uh, Dave McRae who is former law enforcement. He was a fish and game warden for 23 years. He watched one of my videos where I actually commended a fish and game warden for acting professionally, not violating any, not violating the man's rights. Um, he gave the guy a warning for fishing in an area he wasn't supposed to be fishing in. He said, ah, not everybody knows. And he was very respectful. So when I put that video out, this uh, retired cop, uh, fish and game warden, he, he was like, man, I really like this guy's approach to his channel. And uh, he decided to write a book. That book is called Rise of the Oathbreakers by Dave McRae. Shout out to him. And I don't have any, um, I don't get any money for sales for that book. He did offer me a percentage of that. And I told him, nah, man, I, like I want to be able to. like the name, Rise yeah, of the Oathbreakers. So right. in other words, cops that are not now breaking their oath to the Constitution. Right. And that book wow. is dedicated to First Amendment auditing. A lot of times where we have been uh, violated for just recording in public. And, you know, a lot of these uh in government installations, right? A lot of folks don't know this, but government is a business and every government installation is a business. You are supposed to, you should be documenting and recording your business transactions with the government agent that you're in front of. You should be recording it. Let's say you go to the DMV and um, they, the lady has an attitude with you, right? And let's say she, you give her your address and she sends it to the wrong address on purpose, but you got to drive to work. And you get your car impounded because you never received your tags. Um, who's to blame? You are because she's not going to pay for it. Nobody's going to pay for it. But what if you have proof that you did everything you were supposed to do? And what if this woman at the DMV has a really bad attitude? And I use that as an example because how many of us went to the DMV and, you know, somebody has a bad attitude with you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's that part in Beetlejuice where they're all just sitting there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. In the waiting room. That's like the DMV to me. Right. Um, and, it, you know, it's it's a it's it's a business, guys. And you got to understand that, you know, you're participating in that business. And what can I say? There's a you know, there's a lot of, you know, I well, tried you, to I, 
Uh-huh, go ahead. You said something earlier about we should be able to protect each other and, and, and have a stronger community and teach your kids when they go out the rights. I believe that because there was a video I just saw in Texas of a robbery, and Texas is open carry. So the, a robbery breaks out in some restaurant. I can't remember the video. I'm sure some people will be able to put it up, but uh, there was a robbery that broke out in Texas, and obviously this, this this young kid, he probably looked about 17, 19 years old. He's wearing a mask, but I could tell by the looks of his frame and everything. Comes in, and he's uh, robbing the place, flashing his gun around. Well, someone, a, a bystander that was sitting there, a citizen, took the matter into his own hands, and as the robber kind of turned around, the guy pulled out his gun and blah, 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 blasted the guy. No cops were there. Nobody was there. The guy took the situation in his own hands. He was open carry. He had, he had every reason to do what he did. I feel bad for the kid because I know that had to have been a kid that was robbing the place. But that keeps law and order in itself. That's knowing true. that you can go into a place and other people are carrying. And you're not going to get away with what you think you're going to get away with. You're going to get blasted. You're going to pay ultimate price right then and there. And unfortunately, you some people, you can't wait to call the cops and then they show up and they can't do anything about it. The guy already Absolutely. took off. Absolutely. You know, so you're right on that. I do believe that an armed society is a safe society. Um, you know, and the second amendment was absolutely written to protect the first amendment. And like I said, the first amendment mirrors our natural rights. Um, and you know, uh, in that video that we were just watching, um, two of the guys in that video were Nikki and Nate, two of my sons, the guy, the skateboarder with the long hair, that's Nate Skates 182. Um, and the other one's uh, San Joaquin Audits. They both have channels. My oldest son, who's a veteran, uh, San Joaquin Jr. Yeah, bro, you look young. Dear. Man, you're making me feel old, dog. We're the same age, bro. <laughs> I know. I got, I got all the grays. <laughs> no, I got them too, bro. It's like, I'm getting them on the sides. Um, and uh, my son, my oldest son, who's a veteran, he also has a channel and does what I do. And... Uh, and there was two other guys on that video that we just watched, uh, East Los Audits. He's from Los Angeles area. And Jason Real Camera, who's no longer with us, the, kind of like that buff dude that was in there, he he passed away recently as well. Um, there's another friend of mine who was a long time. How did supporter. he pass away? I mean, you don't have to say, but um, he, don't, he, don't, was it this? No, he, it. he took something that he, he thought was something else. Oh, and it fent- him. Was it fentanyl? Yeah. He thought man, it was it's happening else. to a lot of people. Man. Fentanyl killed him. Yeah. Um, but he was a good guy. He was a personal friend of mine, and that that really broke my heart, man. He came out to uh, to <laughs> record with me several times. He was from he's from Florida, and you know, even behind the scenes, man, I just helped his his the mother of his child and the son uh, unmonetize the channel from Jay's name to the family's name, and they're going to continue the channel and. You know, I've been we've been helping them out behind the scenes. There's a lot of work that I do behind the scenes as well. It's not just on the surface of me shouting out a lot of other channels and helping them grow. Um, I do believe that me personally on my own, I can't change things. I do believe that we need a community of people understanding their rights and challenging, you know, questioning authority, uh, questioning these these uh, the th- these policies and these uh ordinances that try to overstep the boundaries of our natural rights the well especially now with this this uh regime pushing forward with this new world order this globalist agenda the people who are going to be enforcing that as cops so we have to hold them responsible for what they are doing there's gonna I, i i commend people like you more people need to do this you need to study the constitution you got to learn the amendments make sure the cops know um, and 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 really enforce your rights if they don't. Right, absolutely. And and I got to tell you that uh, I was really nervous about coming on to your show today. For one, I'm not really well spoken. Uh, two, um, I know that uh, you have kind of a a kind of a large following, and a lot of your following is is definitely back to blue. But I do want to point out that there are I didn't understand this about the blue line flag when I started until I started getting a lot of comments from veterans saying things like, you know, that flag is extremely disrespectful. You know, the blue line flag is is not the red, white and blue. That's not what our brothers and sisters died in the war for, for that blue line flag, for these cops to, you know, display this everywhere in the departments and on their uniforms. And as a matter of fact, you know, um, they should turn it back to the red, white, and blue, and not the blue line flag. And I and and that leads me to uh, mention something else. Uh, why do police use military ranks, sergeant, lieutenant, 
you know, all these things. I went on a uh, podcast with uh, Cannabis Talk 101, and those guys are amazing, by the way. Shout out to them, man. These guys have given me the opportunity to go and, and meet people and talk to people. Dude, I was on, I went to the Burning Trees Festival. I was on stage with some of my favorite rappers, Busta Rhymes, Too Short. I got nice. to hang out with Exhibit in the, in, at the hotel. Um, Blue from Cannabis Talk 101, he said something on that thing. He's like, man, you guys... We need to stop calling these cops sergeants because we're not at war with the people. You know, we're interesting. We're, yeah. And it's, these are things that I'm I'm uncovering as I go. Like I, I was like blown away. I was like, whoa, dude, really? I was like, that's bad, bad ass. So I went, <laughs> I went cop watching that night, and uh um this this three striped, this three chevron striped, you know, you know, he was he wore the three chevrons, and like I said, I don't like to call them sergeants, but I was like, um, can I get your name and badge number? And he was all sergeant, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, assistant manager, what? And he was like, no, sergeant. <laughs> I was like, assistant manager, what? He's like, sergeant. And I, I thought it was funny because, like I said, the, uh, Blue from Cannabis Talk 101, he was correct on that. You know, in my opinion, why are we using military ranks to address them? Um, and that's, somebody that's else That's actually said, very profound, man. I've never really thought about that. You're right. A lot of us don't, man. A lot yeah. of these things fly over our head until it really gets broken down and it does take for us, you know, to learn from each other. And there's a lot of newer channels popping up right now. I want to give a shout out to all the vets that are out there that decided to pick up a camera and record. I believe in my heart that they're serving this country twice. You know, when they go, they go into the service, they serve the country. Now they come back out here and they hold true to their belief that, you know, we have natural rights in the constitution limits the scope of authority that these public officials have over us. So shout out to all you vets that are out there, especially Angry Vet, who's a new channel and he's growing fast. He's just an amazing dude. Angry Vet? The Angry Vet, yeah. Shout out to Rights Crispy, my son. Uh, let me give a quick give, shout give, out. To give a few of them out, man, yeah. Yeah, um, these are the vets that, that are out there recording. Underground Auditor, Alabama Transparency, The Angry Vet, Rights Crispy, my son, San Joaquin Jr., Blue Steel, Cop Watch, Imperial Beach, Fletcher Freedoms, Alcor Accountability, Lincoln Square, Unitas, uh, Blind Justice, Big Nick, and Cap, Cop Watch, and Stone Sailor, who's actually a big supporter of yours. And, you know, nice. um, shout out to a, a lot of the other guys out there who are not vets, or I don't know if you're a vet or not, but we got Wolfie Gladley, Jersey Watcher, Bay Area Transparency, Brooklyn Audits, Santa Ana Audits, Knowledge is Power, Press Harder, Susan Bassey, Press Ranker, James Freeman, Denver Metro Audits. Open Government Investigations, Joe Cool for Public Safety, Harvey Freeberg, Utah Cop Watch, Constitution State, News Now, South Carolina, Here's the Deal, Raggle Monkey Upstate, uh, SC News, This is a Public Service, NC Tyrant Hunter, uh, Acura Amanda, 51550, Great Lakes Audits, Sean Porter, Ram, Ron Benghazi Headland, Brand Example News, Not the End of Freedom, and uh, Rest in Peace, Jay Surreal Camera. Really quick, there's a guy, uh, his name is Jamie Daves, who is a... Uh, was a supporter of mine from when I first started my channel and I started about six years ago. And uh, one of the things that he told me was his dad and his whole family is, were cops kind of like you and, you know, a lot of his family members are police and he was back to blue for, you know, a long time. And to this very day, he still loves his, well, he's no longer with us. He passed away. Um, he was a biker and he, absolutely loved and respected my channel. I actually did a podcast episode with him. One of the things that he talked to me about was his father, who was like high in police department, I think he became chief and all kinds of, you know, ranks. He was up there. He didn't talk to his dad for a long time. Um, but when he started watching my channel, he found uh, something that he can actually talk to his dad about. So my channel actually helped him and his dad have a relationship again. And his dad, he was starting to show his dad my channel. And he said his dad got a few laughs out of it that we he would be like, you know, wow, now I see, you know, kind of where you're coming from and why you didn't want to become a cop. And um, and a lot of his family is still police to this very day. And uh, he, he was a really good friend of mine, man. And he passed away and that shit broke my heart, too. And um, I've lost a few friends this year, bro, or last year. And it's broken my heart, too. I'm just... They couldn't beat their vices, dude. Like I, you know, I've been sober, and they they fell into the, the fentanyl thing's real, man. That's right. getting people. Yep. You know, and and I want to make this statement also is that we're not saying we need more police officers. We need people to to protect the law, but protect the citizens. Understand 
that they're making an oath to the Constitution not to be a drone. Protect right. the people, not the globalists. That's how I see it now at this point. You know, they don't even know what they're enforcing anymore. You know, they're just like, oh, do what we say. You know, it's the same yeah. mentality as kicking somebody out of a club as a bouncer. There's no, there's no difference to me. And I used right. to do that, you know. And, and so th- that's what I'm saying. Folks, you can see Dave at San Joaquin Valley Transparency. Is that the name of it? Or San Joaquin yeah. Valley Auditors? No, San Joaquin Valley Transparency. I put transparency in my channel name because I wanted to be transparent. I wouldn't want to come off as being anti-police. And uh, when I when I say this to the cops when I'm out there, I'm like, look, bro, I'm not anti-police, but I'm not pro-police either. I put it out there. I put the You're whole holding thing. holding them the, accountable. Yeah, I put the truth out there and, and the people get to, you know, view and see exactly what's going on. And I think patterns speak to me. I think uh, we should be able to uncover some of these truths and some of the things that are actually happening out there. You know, there's a lot of videos, and I, and I will say that uh, do police do good work? Yeah, I, I think so. I think we've seen police officers jump into the waters, save kids. I think we've seen police officers do really good, tremendous work out there. But we can't overlook the bad that they do as well. A lot of folks, I think, like there's channels out there, like, for instance, Donut Operator and uh, some of these other channels that are, like, really pro-police, and they won't show the bad that they do. They won't talk about the bad that they, you know, they do. And we're we're seeing a pattern of police officers getting away with a lot of shit. There's some channels out there. A lot of them have been purged off the Internet, and these are predator poacher channels. I'm sure you've heard of them. A lot of you guys have heard of them where they go out and catch um, folks that are that are being that are preying on children. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, been they've caught. knocked those off, huh? Yeah, they've they've purged a lot of those channels. Yeah, because they're saying that they don't want these guys in these uh, having interactions with these people without the presence of police. Wow! And uh, there's some wow. amazing channels out there, and we're seeing patterns of police officers actually protecting these these wow. right. And uh, police started to kind of give them crap, but there was a lot of times where he actually worked with police, and police actually did arrest the guy and stuff like that, and he was. He was respectful to police. He wasn't anti-police or anything like that. And But the more cops would allow it to happen and, and kind of, you know, start asking for his information, like he's the bad guy, and then calling him a, uh, 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 what do they call those guys who, who go out and, uh, and and act like they're police in the world? Oh, like pretenders? Like the guys that go out there and pretend no, to be police? Uh, or what? Forget the name of it, man. I'll, I'll have to think about yeah. it later. Oh. Um, but they... they uh, it just it's 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 unbelievable what we're seeing the patterns that we're seeing out there and um, just because you wear a gun and a badge and a uniform doesn't make you an automatic good person and I think we need to really get that mindset out of our heads and you know approach this with an understanding of you know they swore an oath and let's hold them to that I know? agree let's, with you. Dave I sure agree that- with you a thousand percent on this that's why I had you on my show because this is something I'm. I'm adamant about, and I come from a family of blue, FBI, police, and 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 I've always looked at that. My dad is a detective, um, and and uh, you have to hold them accountable. You know, you know, we have to. There's no other way. We got, the, and especially now, the reason I find this so important, especially now, because this globalist agenda is taking hold and really spreading its tentacles everywhere. And who do they use to enforce? Not the Constitution. Not the Constitution, but the New World Order agenda is police. And if they don't know what they're doing, they're going to blindly do it. And right. we got to hold them accountable. So I commend people like you. Thank you. I want to thank you for your service. Seriously. Thank you, bro. Um, I do believe as well when cops violate the people's rights, what they don't realize is uh, they're actually violating their children's rights and their grandchildren's rights in the future as well. Um and it, it just, I don't think the police really truly understand that yet. And I, I always say this, like when a friend of mine told me, why don't you do more politics? I feel like you're beating a dead horse. I go, well, you know, uh, <clears throat> I know you do politics, but I think that your channels keep getting taken down. And I think that I could say the same thing. You're beating a dead horse because once we uncover that a politician's trash, they're going to put in another one. And, yeah. you know, he calls them political parasites. And I laugh, you know, it's kind of kind of funny um you know you're my master's better than your master yeah. <laughs> right oh I, I listen i agree with everything you're saying dude I, I do i mean it's just i know the dire times that we are in and if we don't straighten this out or if we don't even begin to we're done 
as not just as a country, but as a species, because this is against humanity, what they want to do. And when you understand the bigger picture and what they're doing, who they use as their minions, their drones, which we have to hold them accountable, which are who? The police, the Border Patrol, everyone, anyone who has a badge, we have to hold them accountable. We have to audit them. And it's time that people do this. Yeah, when uh you know there's a uh a lot that comes with this, man. Like I um and I will say this, bro, recent for the whole time I've been on YouTube, I've always been afraid to, you know, say that I'm a Christian, you know, that I believe in God. And uh recently I, I began to um not be afraid of that. And my challenge just started taking off recently again after that once i started you know being afraid being unafraid of that and uh there's a channel called southeastern pa community watch shout out to him he calls cops uh who act like this he calls them demonic creatures <laughs> and it's funny to me because um you know there was one time i i was talking on the live stream and i said man you know sometimes you know there was a a thing that I had read a long time ago in youth group and uh and it, I, it reminded me from a video from a channel called Sling and Stone who talks about like uh things that are happening today and he ties it into like uh you know the bible and stuff that it says and he talked about how you know this man was possessed and he was uh living in a cemetery because the villagers didn't want him that they didn't want him bothering you know, the living, they wanted them, they wanted them to be, you know, amongst the dead out there. And I guess Jesus went in through the village and they showed him to a guy. And then Jesus went and talked to the demons and the guy and the demons asked if they could be casted out into the pigs. And, you know, so he did, he casted the demons out into the pigs and the pig, the pigs jumped off a cliff and, uh, and drowned themselves because they would rather have killed themselves than, um than be possessed by these demons and i was like you know it's crazy sometimes these cops are out there and you know they seem to approach almost all incidents with bad attitudes you know they if we tell cops that we have rights we know the constitution they they start to call the people um sovereign citizens mm-hmm. you know and that's an oxymoron they label them because they, they don't know the constitution so they label you oh you're the sovereign citizen yeah i know and and uh you know it's just it's a pattern that we are seeing and and you know and you know like like i i I went live for a little bit yesterday and i'm like man i'm gonna go on david nino rodriguez's uh podcast and uh maybe you guys can help me out with some pointers and some topics and i started writing things down and i realized that you know when i talk naturally you know sometimes i feel like uh when i get nervous bro you're gonna i I get tongue twisted a lot everyone knows yeah I started to get organized and I'm just like, man, the more organized I try to be, the more unorganized I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just got a free flow, man. But cops don't know, you know, how to deal with mental disabilities. Right. You know, and now we're trying to uh, send, you know, folks that, uh, that know know how to deal with people with mental disabilities, mental problems and stuff like that. And now that is scary as well too, because, you know, all, all roads to hell were paved. The road to hell was paved with good intentions, right? And so, the more government we create, the more, you know, it does it get corrupted along the way. And uh, you know, we have who gives, like for instance, you know, um, this whole uh, freedom to walk act that you know the the Democrats were happy to pass in California, but and you you see folks cheering it on and Instagram. What is the freedom to walk act? Where they kind of took away uh, jaywalking, okay, right? But here's okay. why I don't I don't think that it should be celebrated, because they leave it into the um, power of the 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 cop to be able to say, well, you dangerously walked into the street, so now I can accost you and cite you for jaywalking. So they actually put it into the the hands of police to be able to say, yes, you're jaywalking. So how what did we actually win there? You know, and and I keep seeing that over and over again with new policies, you know, new government. Um, so now we're we're seeing a lot of instances where cops are being called to areas where somebody's having a mental breakdown or whatnot. Uh, recently, I shared a video on my channel where a guy walked out with a gun pointed to his, you know, his own head, you know, under under his chin. He turned around and walked inside, and the cops shot him in the back. 
and uh i guess you know the cops saved him from himself from shooting himself or what <laughs> killed him yeah no he uh, actually he was paralyzed from the waist down oh so and... he has even a worse life now guy yeah, already and... wanted to kill himself but the guy t- the cop took it in his own hands yeah, yeah to shoot him uh, in the yeah. back yeah. and uh Un- unbelievable man and now the father is angry and there you'll see the father where 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 a cop the the father is angry and he's posted up outside the uh police station and flipping off the cops and all that and he's he's angry you know and i think uh as a father myself you know i think the man is peacefully protesting uh maybe the cops don't like it um but at the same time it's his right you know how many elements of the first amendment is he practicing right there he has a freedom of speech so you can tell a cop f you he has a freedom of press. He has a freedom uh, to redress his government, right? And uh, at at this point, I would say this: um, up to this point, the people have, uh, with this First Amendment auditing and stuff, we are in a state of a peaceful non-compliance. Uh, we don't want to just comply. The people should not just comply because at this point, we've uh, we've seen that the patterns don't lie. The cops don't know the Constitution. They don't know that the people have human rights. So why should we just comply? Um, it makes it very dangerous. Uh, and and I, I got to add that when you stand up for your rights, you stand up for everyone's rights around you. When even you the give, police rights. Even the police rights and their families, members' rights and their sons and their grandchildren and future generations. When you give up your rights, you make it a dangerous world for everyone um, because these cops get empowered and the people believe that they should just comply and and that's another thing too that I want to address is like even when the whole the whole boogeyman thing was going down in 2020 and people were wearing their face diapers I was, was you know even going into doctors offices nothing they tell me to do that I say no and I walk out I do not comply on any level with them because if you if you're that one if you start complying then right. you they take an inch they go a mile you give them an inch they take a mile you have to it's very important that people understand this you have to no matter how much you want to go with the herd and be with the sheep. You got to stand your ground. You have got to stand your ground. And if enough of us keep doing this, that's when changes are made. Absolutely. Um, you're absolutely right. And let me show you this really quick. What um, That guy who was on my channel on that video you just showed, the buff guy, he's no longer here. And uh, his son, uh, JJ, he's, he's young. And he's Jay used to always say that my kids are going to know their rights. He sent me this. And it reads, when the people fear government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. A quote by Thomas Jefferson. He sent me that for Christmas. And, uh, you know, I I got teary-eyed when he sent it to me because that's Jay's son, you know. And, and I, you know, I believe in the people knowing their rights. Um, And I think that this is something that everybody could agree with. My viewers, your viewers, the left and the right, I think... uh, we should truly understand. And, and I also get comments like this. Check this out. Um, I get a lot of uh, comments from black folks that say things like, um, well, that guy was white. If the black folks talk to the cops like that, he'd get shot and killed. Although I understand that comment, I do believe that we need to try to kind of get rid of that mindset. I think everybody in this country should be addressing this. I think, uh, like I said in that video, freedom should be the topic on every dinner table in America every night. Well, imagine if someone like even George Floyd was able right. to like start understanding his rights, his constitution, pull out a camera, pull out his phone, and started drilling the cops like you were. Everything right. I noticed these guys go in a state of fear. They get paralyzed like a deer in headlights. When you start pulling out, when you pull out your phone and you start reciting the information that you recite, that you know about your rights, they freeze. They don't know what to do. It's like they yeah. were caught in an act. And they all of a sudden, they're like, oh, mm, uh, 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 they just, oh, they, they don't know what to do. They, yeah. it's, it's almost comical because they yeah. don't know the Constitution. And I, I always get asked, you know, for advice on, you know, folks starting a channel or folks starting to record police. And I got to tell you, bro, um, because of my channel and channels like mine, I'm not going to give myself the credit. I give it to the people who are out there doing what I do as well. Uh, we're seeing people who it's their first video and uh, and they know exactly what to say. They are on it. They've been watching our videos for years now and they're just waiting for that moment for a cop to pull them over 
And then I got to tell you, I want to make a disclaimer here right now. My channel is not for criminals. My channel is not so that criminals can get away with crime. If you're a criminal and you expect to commit and violate people's, you know, uh, you know, commit crimes against the people, make them victims, please unsubscribe for me. You know, my channel is not for criminals. I don't want you guys to get away with creating victims and find a way to get to get off. Agreed. That, that's not what this is for. That's not why I did this. My my channel is specifically for people who believe in their rights, who, you know, I don't want, I hate to They're say not, obey. Not for people trying to game the system. Right, right, man. Right. This is not about gaming the system. This is not for criminals. This is about just knowing your rights. Simple as that. Right. And this is also for police rights. It's for right. everyone's rights as a human being. Yep. Um, people always ask me if, uh, you know, what advice do you have for, for folks who record police? I would say that um, just record your interactions or if you see, you know, police pull somebody over, start from a distance. And I always say as well, if you're going to record police, you know, hold your phone up and don't look at them in the eyes. Look at them through your phone. Mm -hmm. This is going to solve two problems. You're not going to get the accidental crotch cam where you're looking at them in the eyes and all you're doing is recording their crotch on accident. Also, that's going to let the cop know that they're not just talking to you. They're talking to the people that are going to be watching the video. Mm. And uh, the, I think that alone right there has probably saved my ass a good 20 to 30 times yeah. where a cop is ready to pounce on me. But then he's like looking at my camera like, damn, what should I do? Same thing with the cops that you just seen in that video with the one holding the the flashlight in his yeah. hand. And I, and I will have you know, what bro, do you need a flashlight video? in the middle of the day for, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, really like that, that's obvious. Like take off your sunglasses, bro. Like for real, yeah. you really need to see during the day. Um, I was that on that video right there, it's kind of a long video, but at the end of the video, the Sergeant comes out the three striper, right? We're not supposed to call them sergeants. We need to figure out new terms for these guys. Yeah. Um, manager, <laughs> manager, right? The manager comes out and, uh, he says, you know, you guys are right. You guys are allowed to be here. And uh, so at the end of the day, wow. you know, I was asking Will Willison and May, the two cops are right there. I was like, are you guys ready to apologize now? You guys are wrong. They wouldn't apologize. Of course not. I, I actually seen Willison like like uh, I would say like six months later on a cop watch in L.A. He's famous like, now. Yeah. I was like, hey, Willison, <laughs> what's up, man? You ready to apologize now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? No. He's like, apologize for what? You know, it kind of had that smug yeah. attitude, but he kind of laughed at it because he knew it was funny, bro. He knew it was funny. I mean, we were right. Ready to apologize now? Why so, doesn't he just apologize, man? You know, it's like, dude, just <laughs> have a little bit of humble pie. Everybody eats it in this world. Absolutely. You know, dude, fuck, I've been humbled. Shit. Many, many, many millions of times. <laughs> We went oh. to the uh, LAPD training facility after that one. That was at the sheriff's training facility. We went to the LAPD training facility that same day. And that was at Elysium Park behind Dodger Stadium. And uh, that was the audit that we did that was the most um, police called on one First Amendment audit. Record breaking. Jay was on that one. And it's crazy, man, because we actually walked through that whole freaking training facility. We even walked through the the, the shooting range. I was like... It felt like we were in the game of Grand Theft Auto. Like we were just freely <laughs> roaming around, dude. It was it was insane. It was like surreal. And uh, there was a, 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 I would say, another manager that came out. And you know that I've been offered the opportunity to go and train a class there, or to at least go speak. You have, to, yeah. And uh, and like I say, man, I don't feel like I'm a good speaker. I feel like some of your half of your viewers are probably tuned out already because just no. I think they, I think of, if um, anyone's paying attention, they're, they're fascinated by this because I, I think this is it. This is the people taking it back on all levels. I don't just talk about our politicians. I'm talking about on all levels. This is grassroots right, right here. Right. Um. And I and I said that before, man. Like it doesn't matter who's in power, the left or the right. They both use the cops to take away our rights. They are the ones that... wield wielding the hammer at us it's time to take back the hammer and put it in the hands of good people and um i mean i, I don't know how else better to say that you know what was the name of the book again uh oath the rise, rise of the rise of the oath that's good i think people should read that um joaquin uh dave tocayo i'm gonna end this yes, here sir. i'm gonna put this up on on, on fluff tube i don't think we said anything uh i'll send it to my people to look at but i think we're good um I want to, I, I commend you for what you do, brother. Seriously, man. Thank you for coming on my show. You're welcome, bro. Thank you for having me on, man. And all the viewers that are watching right now, thank you. And uh, try to uh, see 
past, you know, my mistakes along the way and try to see past the mistakes that we do as well and call us out. You know, let us know. Let us have it in the comment section where we make where we make mistakes. Let us help us get better at this. Um, I don't believe that there should be a separation. I think that we need to all come together and figure out a way to, you know, to really use our natural rights out there. And um, thank you so much. I like what you say on that because I do the same thing with my audience. I'm like, listen, I, I, I don't help me help you. Let's all help each other. Like I'm transparent. I listen, I make a lot of mistakes and, but if I mess up, I come out and say, okay, I messed up, you know, but just hold me accountable. You're the same way. And that's why it says San Joaquin Valley transparency. Perfect name. Dave. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. God bless you. All right. And you, you got, you got recording too. So you can put it up on your channel as well, buddy. All right, cool. All right, brother. Later. Later.